Welcome to the Debt Free Journey podcast and I'm Sophia Cargis from Drowning in Debt. I'm excited to be able to share our podcast with you and hope you find the information helpful on your journey to a debt-free life. Welcome to episode five. I'm here with my husband Dimitri and our beautiful Maltese dog Apollo in our family home this afternoon. So tell me Dimitri, I know it's a difficult topic to talk about. But I want you to share with us today your battle that you had with your $160,000 credit card debt. How did you get into stu- such a debt? Thank you for the opportunity, Sylvia, to, uh, to share my story. It's, uh, look, it's certainly something that uh, even a couple of years after the event, it still sparks a whole range of emotions when you ask that question. Um, it was a very difficult and dark period in my life. Uh, when you ask how did I get into debt, certainly a whole lot of poor financial choices, um, you know, excessive living. There was a couple of circumstances there that I, I couldn't control. Uh, there was a significant legal matter that, that drained a lot of my resources for a period of time. So that, that contributed to a large part of the debt. But look, ultimately there was uh, excessive living, you know, I was, I was on good income. So I thought I could sustain the lifestyle for a period of time. But uh, one point, one choice after the other, they certainly uh, they culminate and they accumulate. And uh, then I was, uh, before I knew it, uh, staring down the barrel of a, a large, large debt, uh, you know, also resulting in losing the family home, which still haunts me today to some extent. Um, you know, we've managed to uh, move some way away from that, but uh, yeah, it was certainly a difficult time. And it continues to, I think, represent for me an opportunity to, to speak up and support other people that might be experiencing something like that. So, What I'd like to know is how you firstly got into the debt, but how you actually recovered. Getting into debt was uh, unfortunately quite easy with good income. Uh, I was able to accumulate a fair bit of uh, credit and get access to credit, but uh, getting out of debt uh, was a bit more difficult. It uh, took having to confront the truth of what it created, that there was a problem, uh, and then yeah, obviously admitting to that and dealing with all the shame and all the embarrassment, but uh, a good friend of mine sort of helped me to understand there were some other alternatives available to me, so I started exploring those um, and arrived at the point where uh, my creditors and the banks were able to accept uh, a lesser amount than what I owed them. But how did you keep the banks off your back? I struggled with this for a long time. Uh, I wasn't, uh, I worked in banking, but I wasn't really across what my options were in terms of this. And uh, I kept making minimum repayments for a long, long time, um, struggling, you know, transferring from one credit card to the other. But it wasn't until a friend of mine made me aware of what my options were that uh, I put myself into hardship and that triggered a a process which allowed me to have a little bit of breathing space whilst I worked out which course of action I wanted to take. So um, I rang each of the banks, placed myself into hardship, let them know that I was struggling. Um, and you know, there was a variety of outcomes there. Some gave me two months, some gave me six months of no repayments and allowed me to uh, to build a buffer of cash to then enable me to settle each of the cards with each of the banks over a different period of time. So you know, in all, it took me about uh, 18 months, two years to, to pay back all of the cards. Um, at a you know, slightly different amount to what I originally owed the banks, but uh, that was the, the process I, I went through. So why didn't you consider bankruptcy? That's an easy option. Yeah, but bankruptcy certainly appears like an easier option from, from the outside looking in. It, um, I certainly explored it for a period of time. There was uh, a number of inquiries I made. Um, 
I owed about 120000 at the time and it would have cost me about 50000 to get out of it. And as I said to the gentleman who was uh, helping me out, if I had $50,000, I wouldn't be reaching out for bankruptcy. So it's certainly an option that needs to be considered very, very carefully. The uh, The consequences can be quite dire. Um, so I know a number of people that have been impacted professionally by taking uh, a bankruptcy option or what's called the Part 10 debt agreement where you repay part of the balance over a period of time but that's considered an act of bankruptcy so it, it does ha- it can have uh, consequences longer term so I wasn't prepared to risk uh, the consequences of my career in taking bankruptcy so thankfully I made a number of inquiries and I ultimately decided that dealing with the banks directly was my best option to to reach an outcome one that was more financially favorable but also one that preserved uh, my professional uh, requirements at the time so again I'd certainly Given some of the people that we've helped over over a period of time, I certainly wouldn't recommend bankruptcy uh, unless it was the only alternative. And there's certainly many other alternatives that I wasn't aware of, uh, despite having worked in banking for uh, the best part of a decade. So bankruptcy should be very much avoided at all costs. Um, but it does have its place, but that's not something that we certainly uh, work with. There's one person out there listening to this, struggling with debt, don't know who to turn to, what to do, what would be their first step? To anyone going through this, I'd say it's critical that you assess uh, all your spending. Where's all your money going? It's easy for money to leak out of your budget. Is it the cars? Is it the credit cards? Is it the, you know, there's a, a lot of things naturally creep into the weekly, monthly, daily budget. And before uh, we know it, a lot of our clients and myself, particularly when I went through this, uh, realised that we'd lost control of our spending, we lost control of our spending habits, we're tempted to buy things we didn't really need. So the first step is really critically assessing where all your money's going to. I recall at the height of my financial despair, I I sat down uh, alone at a cafe and really took stock of my current financial position. How much did I owe? Um, Where were all the payments going to? Really understanding the leakage of all the expenses I spoke to earlier. Uh, I was juggling credit cards to pay off other credit cards. So it's really important to get a really clear picture of the current statement of financial position that you're in. Now, that might be ugly, it might be confronting, but there really is no way forward until you really come to terms with how deep the financial cancer has embedded itself into your life. As I've previously stated, I had $3,500 of minimum repayments to end on my credit cards, and I really didn't have a really good grasp of that until I sat down and conducted a full reconciliation of where the money was going, how much was coming in, uh, what direct debits I had. I, I recall having to sell sell my car, which was really painful at the time. But again, it's really about what uh, I was prepared to sacrifice to undo the, the damage that I'd caused. Uh, and it really is for a lot of our clients, quite confronting when they sit down and realise where their money's going and how much effort and energy is going into sustaining uh, their, their lifestyle. Why have you shared your story today? Why have you come out and shared what you went through? I get asked this question a lot about why I've chosen to share my story now. Um, it, it's still relatively raw and painful, but I, I guess from my perspective, you know, I've, I've worked in financial services for many, many years, and I had no sense on how to work through this. So if I who works in the industry couldn't work their way through this. I think uh, a lot of consumers that have found themselves in debt for a whole range of different reasons, some of their own choosing, some not. I suspect most of them don't know how to navigate through this. So I, I do feel the sense of obligation and responsibility to help out as many people as I can go through this. Uh, th- there were very few people helping me out when I went through this and I'm, I'm eternally grateful to them 
Uh, some of them were family and friends to help me financially settle the debts, but I had a couple of uh, close friends who helped me navigate through the best way to do this. So I, I do feel that I'm in a position, a privileged position, despite how painful it was to go through all of that to, to help people. And we're seeing some wonderful results with people uh, that come to us for support and how life-changing it is. Uh, we've assisted people with gambling debt, with... Uh, whether it's uh, mental health issues, losing their, their job, losing uh, their business, uh, relationship breakdown. It has so many different faces uh, that it disguises itself in, this uh, this burden of debt. But again, it, it's something that people, whilst they carry it and they feel shame, that, that, that's natural. But taking the first step is really, really important. And I, I can assure you that there is a way through this and there is light at the end of the tunnel. COVID-19, that sent the planet into lockdown. What's your advice that you would give to people who now have hit, they went from having a great job to now, on the other end, struggling financially? My heart goes out to everyone who's been affected by COVID-19. It's been such an unprecedented time um, and really through no one's fault. Uh, a lot of people are finding themselves out of work, displaced. Some we've heard have lost their homes. It's been a really, really, really difficult time. Uh, the government's globally are stepping in and trying to provide some stimulus. But what, what, what I would say to anyone who's experiencing financial difficulty, that the, the backdrop of COVID-19 represents a wonderful time to come forward and really uh, take a look at your financial situation. The banks are extending uh, support to a lot of customers through mortgage relief. Uh, you know, we're finding it they're really open to working through clients' uh, debt situations and uh, negotiating really good outcomes there. So if you are struggling, and you know, I think what COVID-19 does is really provide the backdrop for people to come forward. We're seeing people who've accumulated debt for years and years before using this as the perfect opportunity to sort of put their hand up um, and, and deal with some of the embarrassment that comes along with that uh, in the backdrop of COVID-19 and say, look, I'm struggling, I've lost my job, my income's reduced. So I'd encourage anyone who really might require someone to speak to or some support to reach out because the the current climate is quite unique. Um, we may never see it again in our lifetime, but it's certainly a good opportunity to assess your current situation and seek some support. So was there anything particular that the money went to? Was it like shopping sprees, holidays? What was it? Yeah, there's, there's no doubt there was part of that. Uh, I think being on a good income... I certainly enjoyed um, you know, some travel uh, and some, some excesses, which on reflection probably weren't the best use of my money. And but a large part of the debt was accumulated on the back of a personal uh, legal matter, a family matter, which uh, I don't recommend anyone have to go through for a whole variety of different reasons. Uh, it took up a significant resources, significant time, and in, in the end, the, the legal uh, fees uh, you know, $120,000, $130,000 and that certainly accounted for a large part of the debt. Um, I kept sort of balancing it across a number of credit cards uh, hoping it would end soon but uh, it kept dragging on and on through the courts and I was certainly on a monthly basis confronting uh, legal bills, uh, barristers, uh, you know, six to seven to $8,000 at times so it, it became a matter of trying to survive and juggle through all of that and on reflection uh, you know, I might have been able to settle it sooner but uh, it's certainly an, an emotive issue uh, you, you try and justify your position, but you know, what I what I realise at the end is that you know there's a there's a heavy price to pay for for being right, uh, and and this came in in the in the form of one hundred sixty thousand uh, dollars in credit card debt, which uh, took me a couple of years to work my way through. How do things look today compared to what they did quite not so long ago? 
Today looks very different to what a couple of years ago did. Um, no longer struggling with credit card debt. I've paid off all my cards um, and uh, still maintain very tight discipline around spending and budgeting and things like that. So, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people that come and see us are worried about their credit rating um, and how it's impacted. The, the reality is if you're experiencing credit card debt or personal loan debt and you're in arrears, your uh, credit rating's already been harmed. So... Um, continuing to struggle is actually more detrimental than doing something about it and going into hardship or whatever the solution might be. So uh, I'm pleased to say that uh, it con continues to be an ongoing uh, focus of mine. It's something that I, I don't feel I've uh, necessarily come through entirely, but uh, certainly not having any credit cards. Uh, we've since purchased a new home and obviously we're in the, in the rebuilding phase. So, um, you know, positive about the future delighted to be helping as many people as we can and certainly have learnt many, many lessons from the past. Journey with us and um, we look forward to speaking with you again in the very near future. Thank you for uh, interviewing me and for being persistent and encouraging me to share my story with, uh, with many others. Uh, so it uh, hasn't been easy, but uh, I couldn't have done it without your support, Sophia. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Debt-Free Journey podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to share it with family, friends or anyone who's experiencing financial hardship. We look forward to having you join us for our next episode. <laughs>